Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Welcome. It is the Rob Hansen Radio Program right here on the Tri-State's Undisputed Talk Leader, KTUX 1340 AM. With a sad heart, let's get this started. It's the Rob Hansen Radio Program with Radio Rob right here on KTUX 1340. Now with FM. And welcome. It is the Rob Hansen Radio Program broadcasting live from beautiful downtown Needles, California. Tragedy struck uh, struck K2X again this uh, last year. And I'm sure you've heard uh, my partner, Frank Costigan, uh, passed away. And a uh, little, little, little hard to talk about as far as that goes. But you know what? I, I, want, uh, I want people to call in, uh, 855-586-9134. And uh, let's share stories about Frank because... You know, the the best way to remember the man is to remember the stories he told and our impressions of him. And I feel that in, cel- in celebrating his life, we will, he will truly live on forever. Got, uh, got a few guests coming in and uh, going to be calling in a little later. Uh, Lyle Sharman will be in, share some of his thoughts, uh, possibly. And, well, hopefully you, 855-586-9134. Also have some news out of Bullhead City we need to uh, talk about. Uh, the Bullhead City uh, Transit Authority, or uh, uh, Area Transit, BATS, has changed their uh, changed their routes and have basically upset a bunch of people. So we'll we'll talk about that as well. You know your your taxes and whatnot, and so forth. You know Frank would Frank would want us to continue on bringing uh, you know talking about local issues and local issues that affect everybody. Frank was my friend. He and I developed a very good rapport on and off the air. His insights, his stories, his wisdom and his humor were things that uh, made made him absolutely dear to me and to my and to my children as well. It's going to be 
difficult doing this program without him. Because he brought in a an entire level new 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 level of of uh understanding to the issues. Sometimes they were a little off the wall, sometimes they were dead on, most of the time they were dead on, but it was always unique. He was my go-to person for legal advice for dealing with police or police issues, especially on the air or airport operations or just general all around knowledge I know it's it's difficult for me and I'm sure it's going to be difficult for you as well and you know you're of course more than welcome to call in 855-586-9134 I've known Frank for a few years now. When he started with KTOX, it was pretty much a fluke. Uh, he started out calling in when Dave and Dave were were uh, were together, and after Dave passed away, you know, he called in more, and then and then started showing, and then he showed up one day. And uh, Dave put him on the air, found out that he was really good on the air, and you know, became an institution just like Chopper the Ch- Ch- Chopper the political watchdog. He with his tenure here at K Talks, between Dave, him, and myself, we saw the city of Bullhead and in the tri state area change a little. And for the better, we think. Basically started with Dave Hayes and, and uh, Dave Mitchell. Continued with Frank Costigan. And continued with Frank and I. And we kept on the, uh, the, the local political scene and made sure that they were held accountable for their actions. All the while trying to do it with humor with style and sometimes graciousness but not always because there at the end it got pretty nasty
but Frank and I, uh, Fra- Frank, Frank always was able to take a look, step back, take a look at things, and analyze them for what they were. He always fell on the right side of the issue, even though the right side of the issue wasn't the popular side. And just like uh, Steve said in the in the article. He made a few enemies along the way, and some powerful enemies along the way. But forever, forever and ever and ever, Frank will live on in my heart, and I, I hope to be able to live up to his, his expectations. I hope to be able to one day be able to uh, to look at things the way he looked at them. It is the Rob Hansen Radio Program, and we'll be back after these uh, these local messages. And, of course, with your phone calls, 855-586-9134. Yeah. You keep lying when you ought to be truthing And you keep losing when you ought to not bet You keep saying when you ought to be a changing Now what's right is right, but you ain't been right yet These boots are made for walking And that's just what they'll do One of these days these boots are gonna walk all over you $25 a week. For more information, email us at info at ktox1340.com. That's info at ktox1340.com. Info at KTOX1340.com. KTOX. KTOX. The Tri-State Talk Leader. Welcome back. It is the Rob Hansen Radio Program right here on the Tri-State's Undisputed Talk Leader, KTOX 1340 AM. And the uh, topic of the hour, I guess, is uh, Frank Costigan, who uh, passed away this, uh, this last year at a hospital in, in Las Vegas. He uh, was a cancer survivor, an avid lover of animals. I mean, I don't, I don't know how many hour broadcast hours we spent uh, talking, <laughs> talking about animals and uh, and or, you know, dealing with animals. 
One of his uh, his local claims to fame was uh, getting an animal ordinance that uh, that Mojave County enacted reversed, and you know spent thousands of dollars in and in, uh, in, in real money getting done, and then very recently uh, getting it uh, reinforcing it. Let's go to the phones real quick. KTOX, you are on the air. Why, thank you, sir. This is Mike calling. Hi, Mike. How you doing? Oh, I'm hanging in there. Um, you know, you're talking about Frank, and boy, you know, there's a, there's a, so many things you can talk about with him, but I think I'm going to tell a, a story that has nothing to do with him that would have made him laugh. Okay. You, go, you go right ahead. Comment. And this this is inspired by thinking of, of Frank and also kind of the memory was brought up by the Dandy Donuts commercial there. Um, in my in my younger years, 16, 17, 18 years old, I used to take my dad's car on Friday and Saturday nights and do what was called stringing, which is I would literally chase police calls on my scanner, take pictures of them and sell uh, the pictures to the L.A. Times and the, the Herald back then. And um, <laughs> sounds like you were uh, you're getting a getting a career going for ambulance chaser. Uh, well, I actually got a reputation going as, with the newspapers and a lot of the area local law enforcement, and that's mm-hmm. kind of what this story is about. And for people that are familiar with the San Fernando Valley and Van Nuys in particular, they'll know that on Sepulveda Boulevard, and it's still there, is the home of uh, Great Western Bagel Company. Okay. And they're kicking out fresh bagels 24-7. And I would always go in there before I started chasing calls and pick up a, a couple of dozen assorted donuts. Not donuts, I'm sorry, uh, bagels. And uh, when I first started going out on calls, I technically didn't have press ID. And I would just explain to an officer, you know, I'm a stringer, blah, blah, blah. And if, you know, some of them would let me through and let me take pictures, some wouldn't. Uh, and the one ones that would, I would say, oh, by the way, if you guys are hungry, just standing here in the back seat, the car is wide open. Just go help yourself. I've got some bagels from Western Bagel. <laughs> and, and they, you know, about the only question I would ever get is, are they hot? And I go, yeah, picked them up a little while ago. And I, now, here's now, I, now I can I can see why this uh, this story reminded you of Frank because. We talked about the same thing yeah. on several yeah. different now, occasions. Here's, here's, here's the kicker to the story. Mm-hmm. I knew how effective that was being one time when I, I rolled up on a call where uh, a load of tomatoes, tractor trailer rig, pulling mm-hmm. a trailer, went sideways and covered the five freeway in tomatoes. <laughs> and Caltrans was in the process of making tomato sauce. <laughs> and I pulled up, and I start to get out of my car, and a highway patrol officer I'd never seen came up to me and started, no, 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 you can't, you don't have ID. When you hear another officer call out and go, hey, let him through. He's the dude with the bagels I told you about. <laughs> Who needs, we don't need no stinking press ID. We got bagels. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. And I, I quickly found out that, you know, they didn't really care that much about donuts one way or the other, but bagels, that was the magic ticket. 
Yeah, well, uh, Frank, uh, Frank and I would would joke, you know, uh, uh, several times that uh, you know the best way the best way to uh, to throw off a uh, cop who's uh, chasing you is to toss a do- dozen donuts out the window. <laughs> yeah. No. I well, they have to be recovered for evidence. Well, that's fine. Yeah. You know. so, you know. Anyway. All right, Mike. Well, I appreciate so, I appreciate your phone call. Oh, no problem. Like I said, I know Frank would have gotten a laugh out of it. Uh, you know, I think he would have too. And and you know, doggone, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna miss him. I'm gonna miss him yeah. a whole lot. And yeah, when when it when it comes right down to it, he is uh his his in, his insights to two things just, just like your story if you'd shared that story with him uh while he was here i probably would have had to pick him up with a spoon he would have he would have jellified right there laughing so hard yeah but uh yeah, yeah. <laughs> i'm i'm going i'm going to smile about that one for a little while yeah, and the, the weekend editors at the L.A. Times could never figure out how I was getting some of, into some of the photos I was taking, and I never never told them the bagel secret. Well, you know, there you go. You know, that bri- was my access code. Bribery is alive and well. Uh, it's not bribery. It's just showing your appreciation. Yeah, it's uh, flat out bribery. Yeah, no, there's. I got bagels in my car. The door's wide open. Help yourself. Wink, wink, nudge, nudge. Yeah. Nudge, nudge. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Mike. Thanks for the call. I do appreciate it. No problem. Mm-hmm. Bye-bye. Bye. 855-586-9134. You know, that's, a, that's the kind of story I want to hear today. I, I want to hear, you know, stories that would make Frank laugh or, you know, uh, stories that, that you know of Frank that made you smile. Because I, I know it's I know it's hard I know it's difficult and I know that people are very very sad. And it's. Uh, It's 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 difficult to carry on after you know the loss of uh, a loved one, the loss of, of a dear friend, a lot the loss of somebody. But you know, I've lost some very important people while I've been here at K Talks. Started with my mother. We lost Dave last year. We lost Frank at the end of this year. And each and every one of them had uh, had something to something to share with us, so, something something valuable to to teach us. And it was never the same thing. Never, never the, the, that one thing that they could teach you was never the same thing to me than it was to you or was to somebody else. And, you know, I, I firmly believe, and, you know, Dave, Dave Hayes had said this 
many, many, many times that each of us, each of us here, are here for a reason. And that reason may not be completely apparent. But sometime in your life, you're going to affect another human or a group of humans in either a positive, uh, in a positive way. It might be because of a negative experience, but somebody will learn something about how to live a good life. I hope. Eight five 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 eight six nine one three four. Frank taught me a lot about just life in general. Taught me that, uh, you know, his, his added experience, don't get, uh, don't, <laughs> don't get too rattled by things because in time it will change. And make sure that you stir that pot every now and again and get the discussion going. So that was one of Frank's big things. He wanted people to discuss things. Regardless of what, whatever side of the issue you're on, he wanted you to discuss it, talk about it. And perhaps somewhere in the middle, we could come to an agreement. And one of his ways of doing that was, you know, stirring, stirring the pot and, uh, and playing on people's prejudices or, you know, convictions. And then making them take a long, hard look at it. And you can, you can see that by some of his Facebook posts. I'd look at, I'd look at some of his posts and roll my eyes and go, boy, he's stirring it again today. And then I'd laugh. And then I'd comment. And he'd do that day after day, week after week, year after year. Frank's love of community. His, even though he wasn't originally from this community, when he when he moved here, when he 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 did love this community, he he felt for the for the people that were being screwed by the community or by the community government. He went for to bat for the little guy, the guy who didn't have a voice. And made sure that he 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 made sure that either that voice got heard or he would speak for him and get his message out. Regardless regardless of the issue, regardless of the uh of, of what was going on or what was not going on, he made sure that people had a voice. 
And that was public service to the nth degree. He made sure that that uh, people were aware that there was a town called Oatman, Arizona. One of his favorite places. Uh, matter of fact, uh, he took a visit to them not long ago, toured some of the places, met with the with the new fire chief and. Uh, and retied things. Sure, we played uh, played our fair fair uh, fair share of uh, jokes with an open, but and always with always with the uh, intention of drawing attention to open and that beautiful vibrant small community and the shops there just happens to be you know one of the one of the hottest tourist destinations in the state of Arizona besides the Grand Canyon but so much to see so much to do and the people there are really fairly pretty good and the shops there are interesting and I, I don't want to use the word quaint because that's that has negative connotations, but they are homey, down-home, down-to-earth, good shops in Oatman. And, of course, the, uh, the donkeys and whatnot, so forth, and everything else that, uh, that roam the area. And uh, how you doing, Lyle? Have a seat. <laughs> yes. Yeah, your headphones are there, microphones there. Join in the fun. Lyle Sharman just walked in the door. I haven't seen him. What happened to your face, man? Uh, put some stuff on it. Put some stuff on it. I didn't put half as much as you put on yours, but. Well. <laughs> I, like, I, I thought I thought you had more the last time. You had a, like a full goatee or something like no, that. No, still there. Probably more gray. Well, that's it. That it's, could be it's it. It's lighter. Yeah, I only, what, I only dye it when uh, you know I'm going to film or something. Then I got to make myself look younger. But right now, who cares? Oh, good lord! <laughs> <laughs> here, here I have my salt and pepper going on here. Well, it's winter. You can grow it out. During the winter, you know, exactly. So keep your cheeks warm, right? So, right. You know, it's got got to do that. Anyway, welcome, uh, welcome in, if, if uh, folks. If you if you don't remember Lyle, because it's been so long since he's gracious with their presence, he uh, he does a lot here in the uh, tri-state area, primarily uh, private investigations and a little ghost hunting on the side, and you know, a couple three Whatever. other business of uh, business uh, ventures, and my God. What don't you do? Well, I try to dabble in a little of everything. So mm-hmm. it's, uh, but the ghost hunting's been fun. And of course, the private investigations is awesome. Mm-hmm. So uh, everything's going very well with that. But, you know, in, in, uh, with Frank passing away, I thought, you know, I'm in the area. And I, he was always so welcoming and always uh, really enjoyed being with him. He really took a genuine interest in our group and our mm-hmm. ghost hunting. And 
you know, he was the kind of guy we'd walk in the studio and he'd get right out of his chair and give you his mic and his headphones in a in a blink. Very, <laughs> very humble. Yeah. You know, uh, so he was always welcoming. Both of you guys were great. We enjoyed always coming in with you guys, whether we were doing, you know, the investigations on the missing persons or we were doing the ghost hunting stuff or whatever we were doing. We always uh, enjoyed it. And like I said, Frank was always welcoming. So I, I felt it. I definitely owed coming into the station and sitting down and talking a little bit. Keep going. I was reading a message for my daughter. Now, uh, <laughs> hang hang on a second. Now, now Frank would appreciate this today. Okay, my uh, I took my kids and my brother out uh, shooting right yesterday. Yeah. Anyway, uh, you know that that nice, smooth, well maintained dirt road. Uh, past Silver Creek. Sure. Going, going mm-hmm. that, that if you follow it far enough, you will lead you into Oatman. Right. I found the one and only oil pan eating rock. <laughs> Ripped a hole, did you? Yes, I did. Yeah. Yeah, ruined my entire day. Uh, so, you know, if you, if you notice outside, there's no car. I was dropped off early this morning. So here I am. I'm stuck down, literally abandoned down here because my ride had to go back to uh, Bullet City. Right. And then I get a call from my daughter uh, about two hours now that she and my niece were in a in a traffic accident in Kingman. Oh my gosh! This is Tiffany we're talking about. Okay. Yeah. And uh, I'm like ah. You're, you've got to be no. <laughs> well, you know, I some foul language was used as well. I right. I must admit. So you know that's a that's the kind of day my day's been today. You know, I'm I'm cutting commercials. I'm I'm getting ready to uh, to talk about Frank. I'm getting ready for people to come in and and come and go and everything else. And uh, and that happens. Right. So you know, when it rains, it pours. You can't win. No. Yeah. I'm how's, the, how's the other daughter doing? Just fine. She's safe at home. Good. Good. <laughs> Our little ghost hunting buddy. <laughs> yes, your little <laughs> ghost hunting, which, you know, she's very interested in, in continuing. Uh, I've been, I'll have to talk to you about that issue off the air, but sure. uh, it's, it's, uh, it's been, it's been a hell of a ride. Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> yes, it has. <laughs> so, Frank. Yeah. Frankly. Just, just a great guy. It's kind of, uh, well, this is the first time I've been in the studio in a long time. Mm. Uh, and you were still in the other room. Yeah. Yeah. We were in <laughs> Studio D. Right. And uh, I am going to officially proclaim this Studio F. Yeah. It's good. The uh, The reason the other one was still called Studio D was in, in, uh, in memory of Dave Mitchell. Right. This one here is yeah. I've never I've never come in the place without Frank here. I, yeah, I and know. he would be sitting to my right right now while we were talking. So well, actually, he'd be sitting where you are, and you'd be sitting right there at that other microphone. Right, but yeah, but in the old it, studio, in the, in the old yeah. studio, yes, it would uh, it would be a little bit different. And I always remembered because he'd have that cell phone going a hundred miles an hour while I'd be sitting next to him, and he had messages coming bing, in, bing, bing, coming in like bing, crazy, bing, bing. <laughs> And I used to tease him and say, I need to look at some of those because you're kind of keeping that phone held away and I'm concerned what's coming in on that thing. 
<laughs> always, always, always had uh, somebody messaging him uh, several times during the during the uh, during the, sh- the any program, even the two hour Sunday program. People right. would call him. Yep. Uh, this daughter, you know, wanted to say something, or that daughter had a comment, or right. that son just you know became something or another, or you know somebody else who who uh, has claimed him as a father. Right. Had something to say. Yeah. You know, Frank and I, we share ex-law enforcement backgrounds together. And so, uh, you know, it was just a great guy. He was a nice, genuine guy. Genuine and, oh, my God, his experience. Right. I am going to miss his experience, uh, his, you know, being able to, you know, ask, okay, hey, what's up with this? And and whether he'll, he'll be able to give me a straight answer or not is always a different story. Right. But, uh, no, he always gave me a straight answer. It just wasn't the one I expected right? half the time. Uh, I, thinking of, a, of, a, of an instance just not, not long ago, we were talking. I can't remember the exact conversation, but, you know, I, I asked him about it, and he said, yep, you're right. I was like, he shut up. Drove me. <laughs> Holy crap. What do you mean? Yeah, I'm right. What do you mean? You never said that. He actually that. believed you immediately. <laughs> well, no. He, he agreed with my opinion. Right. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> Thanks, Frank. Appreciate that. Yeah. <laughs> leave me, leave me maybe, in the hole Maybe we here. need to come back here and ghost hunt and see if uh, Frank's joining us. Well, you know, I'm, I'm, quite, I'm quite sure. That, that might be uh, kind of interesting. I'm, I'm quite sure that uh, we, we have two new residents. Yeah, uh, between Dave Hayes and Frank Cost. Right. Here, you know, then maybe we need to set I, something up I, soon. I, I swear, you know, that 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 glass there is the perfect refractory right. for uh interesting things to see out of the side of your eye. Sure. Like you know, you 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 yeah. Go ahead. Come on in. I got <laughs> keys. I'll let you in. You're gonna join us, right? No. Okay. My Nothing, daughter some will. things have never changed. That's correct. No, actually, I will. the uh, The ghosts around here don't frighten me. Yeah, those They're, those two guys you got to be comfortable with. Uh, well, those two guys, and then the rest of them that were that hung out here sure. as well. You know, I'm fine with. Uh, they they generally leave me alone. Right. Although I have not heard anybody ring my bell. Well, since I've been back, the only time we've ever really seen you scared was at the greenhouse. Oh, I mean, Lord. I don't mean to bring that up again. <laughs> Maybe I do, but cried like a little girl. <laughs> Your daughter was braver. Uh, we're just my daughter was just saying. Her butt you know. off. How old was your daughter at the time? Oh, what sixteen? Uh, yeah, sixteen or so. Oh yeah, yeah, she was a trooper. Yeah, you were outside hiding. No, I wasn't. I was smoking a cigarette. <laughs> uh, as I take another drink of my Mountain Dew, I, I swear I was outside. I needed a cigarette. I hadn't. I'd been inside the house what for? Three hours by then? I just don't know anybody that goes outside and smokes a cigarette for an hour. I, that I wasn't an hour. Must have been a big cigarette. Ten, ten minutes at the most. Oh, my <laughs> goodness. I, but now who's embellishing? I think there was a couple points, too, that we you actually jumped and you asked us to let you out right now. Yeah, there was. Yeah. I, I, I will. I will. I mean, I hate uh, to bring that up. I, no, I'll, but, I'll, I'll admit it. I, you know, I, I had the... <laughs> The hair on the back of my neck, even though it's really long, standing straight up. Yeah, it was a great place. It is a great place. a lot place. of fun there. Yeah. And Megan wants to go back. Right. right. Yeah, we're going to bring her next time. We're bringing her with us. Well, she, 
<laughs> she mentioned to me the, the other day, I wonder if they'd let me buy that house. <laughs> well, no, hon, I don't think so. <laughs> like, she she wants to move in with her friend. Yeah, I don't blame her. Uh, she, she made friends with all of them. Right. Weird kid. Right. Weird, weird kid. Anyway, we got to go to a break real quick. It is the Rob Hansen Radio Program right here on the Tri-State's Undisputed Talk Leader, KTOX 1340. And we'll be back after these very short messages with Lyle Sharman. portion of the Rob Hansen radio program could be brought to you by you for as little as $25 a week. For more information, email us at info at ktox1340.com. That's info at ktox1340.com. Info at ktox1340.com. KTOX. KTOX. The Tri-State's Talk Leader. And welcome back. It is the Rob Hansen Radio Program right here on KTOX 1340 AM, the Tri-State's Undisputed Talk Leader. You can listen to us on a variety of mediums. Uh, now, of course, now with FM 104.1 FM, if you're in the uh, Bullhead City area. And, of course, worldwide on the Internet, uh, www.ktox1340.com. And, of course, you can jump in the uh, chat room and chat with us. If you so choose, you know, I'm surprised nobody's in the chat room today, but uh, that's all right. I wasn't on last week because I was preempted by a, a hockey game. Oh, really? Yeah, and uh, it was, <laughs> I wasn't feeling all right then. Which uh, hockey game? Uh, the uh, Las Vegas Golden oh, Knights. Oh, yeah, we were just talking about that. Yeah, and yeah, we uh, broadcast their games. Ah. Uh, I don't think there's a game tonight, but uh, usually they, they, they fall either well before my show or well after my program. Right. Or, you know, halfway into Lucas' program, which I end up having to do an extra half hour because right their pregame show really leaves a lot to be desired. <laughs> Holy cow. Uh, you know, I, I thought, I thought you know, I was just... Uh, you know, amateur talk show host. No, never mind. And they're, they are we we they they are gracious enough. The Golden Knights to allow us to broadcast their games. Yeah, that's great. Well, you know, and there aren't very many hockey fans in Arizona, right? I wonder why. I mean, <laughs> maybe it'll get better. No, <laughs> being <laughs> no. optimistic. No. But. Yeah, that that's uh, wildly optimistic. It must be I mean, good in Vegas. They they do all right in Vegas. Uh, definitely, uh, definitely. Uh, well, it's it's something else in Vegas. You know, they they're getting pro sports in there. Uh, was it uh, the uh, uh, Raiders are going to be there? Right, in right. Some, someday. Soon. Yeah, yeah. You know, Las Vegas Raiders. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder how long that's going to last. Seriously, 
how long that's going to last because you know football is even though uh, football you know sales and 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 viewership is down this year it's right. not going to be down forever because people will learn that you know we don't do these things and right make the uh fans mad but uh when is the Vegas corruption going to sink in? That's that's what I I look at. And, uh, that's why profe- most professional sports have stayed out of Vegas, right? Because well, isn't of, uh, of didn't we hear that, John Gruden is going to be the coach? Really, he's going to come out of retirement from being an announcer and be the coach for the team. Oh my goodness, that's the word. <laughs> I like John Gruden, <laughs> Chucky. <laughs> oh man. I sure hope. <laughs> now I know the boss listens to the to the program. Right. He, he says, I sure hope the Raiders fans move to Vegas. Sorry about the crime rate, though. Oh, how funny. <laughs> Let's go to the phones real quick. K2X, you are on the air. Hello, K2X, you're on the air. Hello, hello. Going once, going twice. Try, try again, please. Ah. That was that was just me testing you with a cell phone. Was that? No, I'm no. just kidding. Well, no, because <laughs> your yours comes up, Kingman. Yeah, when you said there was no, you know, nobody watching, I said, well, I'll just turn it on then and call you. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, one of the one of the things I've always found now, mind you, I'm not really that much of a Raider fan at all. Right. I'm uh, I'm more of a Broncos fan. Let's try this again. KTUX, you are on the air. Yes, I just wanted to call and tell you I'm listening to your show, and I really enjoy listening to your show. Thank you. Yes. You, did you like it more when right? Rob was on or me? Rob. Thanks, thanks, Rob. Rob. You won out. Thank, you beat me. Of course, I did. You know, I'm, I'm. Yes, I am. Uh, my name is Deborah, and I work with Rebel Cab, and I just uh-huh. want to call in and say, hey. Aha! Uh-huh. It's my Monday. It's my Monday dispatcher. <laughs> All right, I she, have to go now. She's buttering me up. Gotcha. Nah, so we'll see you tomorrow, Deborah. Right. Bye-bye. <laughs> bye bye. Hey, you know, talking about, you know, Frank and everything. You heard this story about this burrow that a baby burrow that somebody shot in Oatman. I heard that, and I'm try- Frank would be I'm, all over I'm that. Trying to find that daily, D A Y. You know what? I'll tell you what. We're gonna we're gonna leave that as a teaser for after the top of the hour because. It's crazy. I'm, I I I need to read the story first, but uh, holy. You're kidding me, right? No, Somebody- no, it's in the paper and everything. It's a shame. I mean, who does that? Hopefully, they'll find the person. Maybe I need to offer our services. Maybe that's something I need to do. I don't want to make light of that, but that's yeah, yeah. Look for missing persons. Why not find somebody who is? Horrible enough and cruel enough to shoot a poor, innocent baby burrow. You know what? I think if uh, Frank was here, he and I would uh, dip in our, dip deep in our pockets and, and uh, pay you the 55 cents an hour to go and find that person. Exactly. I'm sorry. That's all we can afford. I, I've raised it to 65. <laughs> but 60, other than, yeah. Well, but other, you know, give, give us a friend discount at yeah, least. Yeah. 
<laughs> your, your friend over there is busting a gut. Some things have never changed. <laughs> no, they, they certainly. <laughs> yes, I'm capable of taking things seriously, but for crying out loud, you know, the the I've got to read the story. Yeah, I've got to read the story to get. Properly, yeah, I just read it less properly, than an hour ago. Uh, properly angry. Yeah. Well, so doggone it. Oh, that, that, I don't want to hear that. I I don't want I don't want to hear somebody going out and shooting a baby burrow. Right. I. But think about. It. I mean, if if Frank was here right now, think about how he would be talking about this. I mean, this would be a topic he would get very passionate about. It, it would. Well, you know, the thing is, when when I go when I when I go shooting. Okay, up up there, you know, and avoiding oil pan eating rocks. Right. You know, I look around. Sure. I make sure that uh, you know the burrows aren't you know nesting in the in the hollow that I'm. Well, this is going to be intentional. Yeah. This is not an accident. No, this is this, intentional. Was this in town. In town, just slightly out of town. Just, you know, there's. <laughs> you go ten feet. From out what I understand, you people go ten, that, ten feet out of uh, off the sidewalk in Oatman, you're out of town. Right, but this is going to be you know where people are on the side of the road and we're seeing this injured animal. <sighs> Just as you're exiting out of Oatman, so not very likely that anybody's going to be shooting that close. Or, but neither event. I mean, I've been an NRA firearms instructor for 27 years. You, you got to know what's behind you, anyways. But to me, it seems like an intentional thing. How could it not be? Right. I, I mean, seriously, how could it not be? That baby burrow is not going to travel that far away, and really, nobody, you know does target shooting that close to Oatman. They do on Silver Creek, but quite a ways down. Well, yeah. You know, it's, you know they've got uh, – it's about three miles out there to the uh, city limits. And then, right. And I've traveled that road. Go past the Peace Trail. Right. So you don't you know start accidentally shooting off-road motorists. <laughs> Although sure. I think open season on them. It should, no, I'm, I'm kidding. But uh, – you know, safety, 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 sure. safety. You know, sure. you you look around. I'm coming up on a break, but uh, went up there, like I said, this weekend, just shortly after I, uh, but uh, before I ran into my oil pan eating rock, right? Had a guy shooting parallel to the road instead right. of perpendicular, right? What in the hell was he thinking? I, I stopped and asked. Well, sure. I'm, I'm shooting subsonic 22s. Oh, well, that's wonderful. <laughs> it is the Rob Hansen radio program right here on the Tri-State's Undisputed Talk Leader, KTUX 1340. And we'll be back after Top of the Hour News with news I really don't want to talk about. And K281CR needles. Since you are just turning on your radios. Welcome back. It is the Rob Hanson Radio Program. Now I'm suitably angry. What goes through people's heads? Let's get this started.
It's the Rob Hansen Radio Program with Radio Rob right here on KTOX 1340, now with FM. Yeah, welcome back. It is the Rob Hansen Radio Program. KTOX 1340 AM right down, right down here, Needles, California. Beautiful place. Beautiful day out today. It's very nice. Uh, not, not hot, not cool, just kind of comfortable. But Thanks, Frank. You sent me a nice day. <laughs> anyway, welcome, welcome back. And uh, joining me in studio for uh, for a little while is uh, Lyle Sharman of uh, what's the name of your investigation? United Private Investigations. United Private Investigations. Yep. You know what was funny? Before we get in the omen thing, uh, when you when you came on the the first time with us, right? It was. You know, uh, Lyle Sherman of uh, of Route sixty six Paranormal, Par- yes. Yeah. Also a licensed private, right? <laughs> you know, one day we're going to have to talk about a story that involves official licensing in the state, and that they were going to actually license our group. We're gonna, that'll be a whole different topic when I come in that time. We got to talk about it because it is the funniest story in the world. Are they actually going to? Uh, never mind. We'll, talk, we'll, we'll save it. We'll, we'll, we'll yeah. save it for the next time I come in. I'm okay, telling you, I'm, I'm it's a good hour story, and people will love it. I am completely intrigued. Yes, we're going to have to set up some some time for you to come in, you know, and uh, and talk about because you've got a lot of things on your plate right now, right? Like always, always. always. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know, get, getting a hold of you is like pulling teeth. I know. It's like got to pull a tooth to get a hey. Um, I, I need you to go find my lost tooth. There's a buck. <laughs> All righty. No, I'm sorry. That's That was another bad one. Burrow shooting death in open prompts outrage, rewards, and investigation. Ooh. Pretty bad, huh? Yeah, it is. Anyway, I'll just uh, read, uh, read the first couple of paragraphs here. New Year's Eve shooting of a young... Burrow has ignited a firestorm on social media. According to Needles, California resident Ellen Sparks, the borough was found by a motorist inside the town of Oatman, the victim of a gunshot. The animal appeared to be dazed, she said, and unwilling to move from the roadway. The bullet was clearly visible against, or the, the bullet wound was clearly visible against the borough's body. We were driving in for the day and we saw him. Some off-roaders had gotten out of their vehicles, and the pure shock on their faces made us stop. In our eight years of coming here, we've never seen a burrow that had been shot. Uh, they were trying to get him out of the road, but he just stood there. Another driver contacted the authorities, Sparks said, and the U.S. Bureau of, uh, Bureau of Land Management dispatched a ranger to the scene. According to BML, BML officials, the borough's injuries were so grave that the, that, that the borough, baby borough had to be euthanized. Right. It goes on. Um, yeah, New Year's Eve. No doubt somebody oh, was intentional. Oh, happy freaking New Year. <laughs> yeah. I mean, they offering a reward for that? Uh, they are. So somebody is. It's it's in here someplace. Um, da, 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 da. Miami County residents with information as the identity of the alleged suitor are encouraged to contact BLM's information desk. Uh, let's see. Uh, oh uh, yes, a uh, 
Burroughs travel with the. Okay, no, that's. Uh, you know, that's not much. What is it? Well, Wild Burroughs. Uh, I'll read this part, uh, part of the article. Uh, Wild Burroughs travel in herds through the throughout the Southwest, pitching uh, through low desert valleys, rugged mountains, in search of food. Arizona's wild burroughs fall under the protection of the 1971 Free Wild Free Roaming Horses and Burroughs Act, which makes it illegal uh, in the act of injuring or killing a wild horse or burrow anywhere in the U.S. Intentionally harming a wild horse or burrow is punishable by fines as much as two thousand dollars and imprisonment of up to one year. That doesn't sound like much, right? What is the reward, though? Can we see I, the reward I, anywhere? I, oh, a hundred dollar reward. Who's that being offered so, by? Topak residents Jason Briggs has offered a $100 reward for information leading to the arrest and prosecution of the shooter. Okay, well, United Private Investigations will add 100 to that. So if anybody finds, we'll contribute $100 to that as well. Well, there you go. I'll add my 55 cents an hour to it, too. Got it. Because uh, I'm a shooter. I love, I, I really do love to go out and uh, target shoot. I used to like hunting when I could afford a hunting license. A hunter I am not. Oh, well, you know, I, I, hunter from many eons ago, or at least decades yeah, ago. Yeah, I'm a city boy from California. I'm pretty sure I didn't even know meat came from an animal until I was 18. <laughs> <laughs> no, meat came from the store. I thought meat was just meat. Now, tell you what, you want to know who's a great shot? Megan. Yeah? Yeah. I'm a great shot. No, she won't. She absolutely refuses yeah. to. I, I'm not opposed to it. It's just never been my my thing. Well, you know, I, I have to say that uh, growing up, my parents hunted. Right. Uh, both of them, by the way, mom and dad hunted. Uh, mom was better than my dad at bringing down elk and antelope and whatnot. So, right. you know, that's nothing on you, dad. You did a great job raising us. Really glad mom taught me to shoot. Right. <laughs> anyway, uh, we ate. And we ate darn well. Sure. Uh, the... <laughs> God... Are you ch- are you channeling Frank? <laughs> <laughs> we didn't go over radio etiquette. Frank's phone always went off. I thought it was okay. Frank's phone always. Oh, it, it's just fine, really. It is, and, and it, it did interrupt me as well. <laughs> I, I said, turn that off. Turn that off. Oh, well, I know if I get a message, set it on vibrate. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, but uh, anyway, uh, she's a good shot. Yeah, surprising too. I, I bought I bought her a little twenty two single shot. I mean, literally, you have to open the bolt, put the bullet in. I mean, this is right. is, is such a cheap gun that the that uh, there isn't a, a, a rest to to help slide the bullet. No, you have to wiggle it in and put it in there and then chamber it. And before you can fire, you have to pull back on the on the on the bolt just right. a little bit, and then you can fire it. She's deadly accurate with that. Good X ring the entire time. Pop. 
So you didn't teach her how to shoot then? She got that from somewhere else. Oh, I, I taught her. Oh, I, I taught her. I, 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 when you said that she was accurate, I thought maybe somebody else had taught her, like Frank oh. or something. What what was that? What was that? Forty five cents an hour. It's getting yeah. lower, isn't yeah. it? <laughs> it? Sure is. <laughs> <laughs> but no, uh, I I taught her the basics, and she just picked it up the rest because right. it, it makes sense to her, and that's fine. That's fine. And I'm, I'm more power to her. You know, I remember the first time I took her out. I I was it about a year ago. I just bought the that little single shot twenty two. Right. And uh, Dave had given me a. Uh, uh, a Ruger semi-automatic uh, 22. So I bought that, loaded it, loaded the kids up, and they go, oh, we don't want to shoot guns. Oh, we don't want to kill people. I said, wait a minute. No, who said we're going to go out there and kill anything? Right, right. These are capable of killing, yes, but you know, nobody said anything about going and shooting people. We're going to go shoot targets. Oh. Each and every... Uh, when when each of them, after they fired the first round, they were hooked. Right. Boom. Can we do it again? Yeah. I'll have to take, uh, take her with us one time. We I have all those uh, targets that spin and flip and oh, do all kinds of cool, fun she'd stuff. Have, she'd have a fun time with that. Oh, yeah. I, I, well, I got some, some human-shaped silhouettes. Yeah. Those yeah. girls named them. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Stippy. <laughs> Earl. It's like... Rob. <laughs> no. Oh, just kidding. <laughs> Come on. Really? Oh, my goodness gracious me. Okay. Well, anyway. So, but I, I, I'm kind of stuck here on this because why in the hell would somebody shoot a burrow? Now... Yes, I've seen people get aggravated with them because they won't move out of the road. I mean, they stand there in the middle of the road. They literally hijack you so they can get something to eat. What's wrong with that? Nothing. Right. Entertainment. Yeah. A break. You know. Yeah, and you got to realize, I mean, you're, you got to know where you're going. If you're going to Oatman, you pretty much should know that there's going to be lots of burrows in the road. And, and you're, you're going to yeah, get held up. You're yeah. You get held up longer at a gunfight up there than you do at a burrow. <laughs> and they're not so. even using real bullets. I, well, I understand that. You know, but the thing is, you know, you get some alfalfa cubes and you got friends for life. Yeah. Or at least friends until you run I out. I just can't, you know, shooting an animal, I just cannot get it anyways. I mean, like, to, if you're hungry and you're doing it for hunting and stuff, that's a different story. But just to shoot an innocent animal, I don't care. I don't even like cats, but I would never shoot a cat. I wouldn't shoot any animal for the... Just for the fun of shooting it, you don't. Um, you don't. Not even. A, you don't subscribe to my joke of how you heard cats. Then no, with a twenty-two. <laughs> That's a, yeah, yeah. I just don't. I don't have the have it in me. You know. I mean, it's. Uh, I just can't. I, I shot a dog one time because it was attacking us. Mm-hmm. We were we were actually walking and and I had to do it and I felt horrible for days and you know the sheriff had to come out and do their investigation and it was a we had no choice. This dog would have killed us but i felt so horrible and it aggravated me that the owner of that animal did not restrain it and keep it from leaving its property and put me and everybody including the dog in that position so i just can't imagine that somebody would do it intentionally for fun it's to me you have to be sick you are yeah um you know well you have a law enforcement background you have a criminal investigations background i assume you've also been to college for this absolutely criminology yeah. 
And what's the first thing they teach you about people who are willing to abuse animals? Well, then the next thing is they're going to abuse a human. Exactly. Absolutely. They, it's the got, beginning of a got, real problem. They've got more than just a screw loose. Right. That's why I think, I think the whole community should pull up together. Everybody should, should try to increase this reward mm-hmm. by everybody adding to it and get this person. Because this person's going to hurt a, a person next or somewhere very near down the road. And so it, I think it would be important that everybody try to locate this person. I agree wholeheartedly with you. Lyle, I want to thank you for stopping in. I know you, uh, you're you on your way back to uh, wherever it is you're going. Right. And to do whatever it is you're doing with this lovely person here who turned down her sounds. I'm I'm almost right. I'm almost disappointed. She was doing the official Frank sounds. Well, she, I, she was our Frank sound machine. So <laughs> I want to do that. I'll and Frank would be dying phone, right now. Right? He'd be laughing his butt off right now. <laughs> no, so. I, don't, I don't know about that. I think I think he might. <laughs> He'd have laughed at my jokes about you. I'll tell you that much right off the of bat. Course. He loved when we would go after you. <laughs> and I never in my life. Uh, didn't either no and you know for the most part i mean outside when you would go outside and cry for 15 20 minutes afterwards you really handled it well i mean Thank i you. was i i appreciate i that. mean most people that went out for 30 minutes you were 15 20 <laughs> nice yeah but i did smoke for an hour no i didn't an hour give or take five ten you you know you're you've got this really skewed sense of time i i, I think if your own daughter was here she would agree with me I, I, in fact, I know she would. I know she would. Maybe you know, we should bring I, her and I on next time, and we can. Oh, believe me! Believe me, if I have you in studio, if I know beforehand, right. she will be glued to my hip. Oh, she'll come in. Oh yes, yeah, and yeah, she'll yeah. <laughs> I am proud to call you a friend, Lyle. I know I really you are. am. <laughs> I want to thank. Till we get off the mic. <laughs> oh no, absolutely not. I enjoy it. I, you know, I. I do give as much as I receive. and uh, I always tune in 15 minutes before and at least 15 minutes after so I can hear if you're going to say anything bad about me. <laughs> <laughs> and has that happened yet? Only like 12 of the 13 times we came. So, oh, yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> it is the Rob Hansen Radio Program right here on the Tri-State's Undisputed Talk Leader. Thanks, uh, Lyle Sharman, and thank you, uh, unidentified, uh, nice, pretty lady. Much more pretty than she he is. You can stick around. You got to go. <laughs> <laughs> Great seeing you again, brother. Nice seeing you too. We'll be back after these messages. Portion of the Rob Hansen radio program could be brought to you by you for as little as $25 a week. For more information, email us at info at ktox1340.com. That's info at ktox1340.com. Info at ktox1340.com. KTOX. KTOX. The Tri State's Talk Leader.
Hey, welcome back. It is the Rob Hansen Radio Program right here on the Tri-State's Undisputed Talk Leader. That'd be KTUX 1340 AM. And, uh, oh, anonymous uh, one, uh, or 1,230. Wish Lyle would uh, have more shows. He is going to. He's going to be back here in uh, in a couple of weeks or so. We uh, just uh, during the during the break, we got uh, got to talking about that, and uh, he will be returning to K Talks and uh, my program occasionally. He's got uh, some things coming up, some more ghost hunting things, and some some other things I can't mention. So stay tuned. I'll let, I'll I will let people know when he's going to be back on. Uh, today was uh, kind of a kind of uh, a surprise. Uh, he uh, he called and and uh, gave his condolences here, uh, and I said, "Well, you know, why don't you why don't you call in, uh, talk on the air?" And then he showed up at the door. So I'm always always pleased to uh, to have Lyle in, and you know, I have to I do have to admit, you know, Lyle was uh, was one of Frank's finds. As far as the ghost hunting group goes, and uh, you know, arranged to get him on, and I was enthusiastic and and went, yeah, let's do that, because every you know everybody likes a good ghost story, and uh, you know the the relationship between K Tox and Lyle Sharman, you know, went went uh, far beyond just the ghost hunting, and uh, on to uh, actual criminal investigation, missing persons investigations. Uh, the 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 last was Sid Cranston, who went missing in Kingman, who has been found, and uh, the uh, presumed guilty party is in jail, awaiting trial, indefinitely. That's another story, but uh, you know that's that's all thanks to Frank, because you know he he was he was the kind of guy who whose interests spread from horizon to horizon uh between the supernatural the ufos to uh law enforcement to that more down earth than esoteric things to you know just pretty much everything he was a very good generalist 855-586-9134 is the phone number if you want to give you give a call you know talk about frank for a moment one of the one of the things that uh, I'm going to miss most about Frank is when he would uh, roll up in whatever car he was driving, come in the door, walk in, and say hello. And then we'd start talking about what we were going to talk about on the program. And... uh I'm going to miss that. I'm going to, I'm going to miss the man very, very much. I know, I know I'm kind of harping on that, but, uh, you know, he was a friend. He was a, a sounding board. He was a confidant. And, you know, I swore I'd go to the grave with this uh, this secret, but I'm not. When Frank and I were doing the morning meltdown, most mornings, we'd come up with a controversial topic. And then we'd sometimes flip a coin (laughs) to be uh, 
to figure out which side we were going to be on. And then we'd argue that side. And that was just merely to stir the pot, get people calling in, get people to think, to argue, to uh, enjoy. And it worked for the most part. It was successful. And one of the one of the hardest things that uh, I've I've ever had to experience uh, in broadcasting is 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 when uh, Frank and I were arguing back and forth, not to bust out laughing. And it's going to hurt. I'm I'm going to I'm going to miss him a lot. Let's go to the phones. KTX, you're on the air. Hey, it's Rick and Bowhead. Hey, Rick, how you doing, my friend? All pretty good. I just wanted to say about Frank, he was one hell of a nice guy, and uh, he will be missed. It's just very sad. What what very what sad. was what was your favorite thing about Frank? I think Frank had a really good sense of humor. He always enjoyed the jokes I tell, and uh, he just seemed to be a very nice person. I never met him in person, mm-hmm. but he, he seemed like a very close friend of mine. And uh, I don't know. I just feel really bad that he's gone. You know, he he, he had really, he really he be. really did have that ability to uh, make you feel like you were a close friend, even even though you'd never met in person. Yeah, he, he was a very smart smart person, and uh, but we'll meet him again someday. Oh, I'm sh- I'm sure of that I am absolutely yeah. sure of that. All right. Well. Yeah. Anything else on your mind? No, I just wanted to say about the poor borough. I, I can't believe somebody would actually shoot a borough. I mean, not even a, a big one. I wouldn't even shoot a big one, much less a baby. Well, you know, the, so over over the years, over the years, there have been been cases of people shooting boroughs. Um, you know they. You'd walk up on them out in the desert, you know, half decomposed, and somebody so in and look at it, and notice somebody had shot shot them or shot at them. Um, right. You know, but why in God's name would you would you want to uh, to shoot such an inoffensive animal? Yeah, they're so they're so wonderful. They're, they're just an, an amazing little creature, and um, they're they're. I don't know if I saw, if I saw somebody shooting them. I guarantee you, I'd shoot that guy, whoever it was. I would. I'd be so upset. I'd just shoot him. Well, I don't. I don't know if that'd be that'd be worth you going to jail over. But I'll tell you what. It's just, I I would like to agree with you. I might. I might get yeah. angry enough to shoot back as well. But you know, it's it's just the the point is, why would somebody do that? And I I agree with uh, with what Lyle had to say. Is yeah. Is uh, you know we. Somebody who is willing to do that to a baby animal, okay, a baby yeah. animal, a well, very you young they do animal. To another person, you what, know? what are they capable of doing to another person? Imagine what they do to a human. Exactly. You know, you know that's so. That's that's. Yeah. Uh, anyway, so I guess I guess uh, the reward is up to two hundred dollars now. So if, you know, so if you hear hear well, somebody, hope- you know, talking on the streets. Give us a call. Right. We'll make sure people uh, people. Well, we'll be catching them. If they do, I'll put them in jail. You know, well, you, they can get to up to one year one year in prison. 
and you know a two thousand yeah. dollar fine, which I don't, which I you know don't think is quite a stiff enough penalty. And, I prefer shooting them in the kneecaps myself. Ah, uh, you know, let's not get cruel, but yeah, yeah sure. That 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 works yeah. for me too. All right, Rick. Well, thanks for your phone call. We appreciate it. Okay, been talking to you. You Bye-bye. too, man. Bye. Eight five 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 eight six nine one three four. Another topic that uh, you know I want I want to go into. Recently in the new year, uh, uh, Bullhead Area Transit changed its routes again, uh, drop dropping McCormick. The entire street in McCormick off uh, off of the route, and then uh, dropping some and changing others, and has caused considerable confusion uh, and delays with people. I am going to be a little bit critical. No, I'm not going to be a little bit critical. I'm going to be hypercritical of the city on this decision. The uh, the bat system in Bullhead City is not owned by a corporation. It's not owned by uh, a, a private entity of any sort. It is a fully government owned and operated entity. Your tax dollars, your sales tax, your uh, your federal tax, and even part of your uh, your county tax go into that bus system. And the level of service that they have provided, uh, that they do provide or had provided, was inadequate. They only ran between certain hours of the day. They only ran six days a week. And on Saturday, the the service would even fall off further and no service at all on Sunday. Now, those of you who live in Bullhead City and in the local area, you, you realize that, you know, the casinos that uh, that we are a bedroom community for the employees, they run 24 hours a day, seven days a week. There are people that need to go to work and come home. 24 hours a day, seven days a week. Have, you know, all the shifts, three different shifts, change shifts at different times, different different things. And there's always a need for transportation. Always a need for transportation. Now let's let's talk about McCormick just for just for a moment. There there are a few low income places up McCormick where you know people are trying to better themselves. They have jobs. They are they need to get to. They can't necessarily afford a vehicle, and they sure the heck can't afford a daily cab ride, and you know and, and still be able to pull themselves up by the bootstraps and you know have a decent living wage. And then Bullhead City goes and, and, and cuts their transportation. Now, mind you, they, they did announce that, uh, that they would be, would be doing this beforehand. But I really don't remember any public discussion of it. I don't remember, uh, hearing, uh, you know, hearing, Hearing uh, uh, the mayor or anybody else saying, "Hey, we're gonna we're gonna be cha- we're thinking about changing the bus routes. Y'all need to come down to this meeting and discuss it and weigh in." I 
I don't remember hearing any of that at all. And now people are stranded. They can't get to work unless they want to walk several miles or pay a uh, uh, up to 16, 16, 17, 20 dollars a day cab ride just to just to get to the get to their work and then back home afterwards. You know, I, I it may it may sound like I'm you know I'm cutting my own throat. Hell, I'm a cab driver during the week, but I also feel the plight of uh, of some of these people that I give rides to because they really can't afford it. And I'm not I'm not, and we have some of the most inexpensive cab rates, frankly, in the U.S. Laughlin, the Laughlin Transit System, whatever it's called, Silver Rider, runs 24 hours a day, seven days a week. Yes, they have reduced service uh, at during the night, but they still run, still are able to service those employees that live in Laughlin, still able to service the, uh, the, the uh, casino customers that are going home or coming in. And it's a much smaller community than uh, Bullhead City, isn't it? Well, they're unincorporated as well. But where Laughlin has it right is they they, they started the service and they turned it over to a private entity which runs the service. Because the government, because the city government runs bats, they get Sundays off. They don't work 24 hours a day, seven days a week. They don't work holidays. They work reduced hours uh, coming up to a holiday. You should, you should have seen the uh, bus service during the uh, coming up to Christmas. It was a mess. It was a nightmare. And then, of course, the service after after uh, January the first. I'm not saying I know what to do to fix it. Well, actually, I do know what to do to fix it. Turn it turn it over to a private entity that will run it like it should. Now, one of the things that uh, people aren't understanding is you, even if you don't utilize that service, you're still paying for it. You're paying for it with your city. City sales tax, you're you're paying for it with your federal tax because they do get federal monies to run this. And some county monies go into it too as well, I believe. So you are paying for it out of your pocket. Every time you purchase uh, goods or services or goods in Bullhead City, a portion of that money goes to pay for bats. Now, if you're a writer, it's a a dollar one way per person. Or $30 a month for a bus pass or something of that nature. But you're paying for it. Everybody is paying for it. It's your service. Why are we not getting the service? Why are we not getting the level of service you'd, you'd think when, you, when, you're, when you're paying that much for it? And that's because, you know, it's, it's just a point and an example that a government entity 
A government entity should not run a business. They should govern and stay out of private business. If they want to provide a service, contract with a, uh, a private entity to run that service at a profit. You'll get much better service, much more reliable service, and the job will get done. And if they aren't cutting it, cut them loose, find somebody else that will. But there are a lot of public transportation companies that will provide buses and employees and train employees and do everything that needs to be done as long as they can, they can make a profit and you know the city can make some, some money as well. Look at RTD in Denver as a good example, or the bus system in L.A., or heck, Silver Rider in, in Laughlin. You know, we, we, the only way we're going to get uh, the city to change things, the only way, the only way is, to, is to voice your opinion. And the only way to voice your opinion uh, is to go down to city council on a Tuesday night and speak your mind. And say, hey, this is wrong. We do not agree with this. Where was the proper public notification? Where was the public hearings? Where, where was this? Where was the notification that, hey, we're thinking about changing the bus routes, and here's what we're proposing to do? Now they basically upset the apple cart. 855-586-9134. I don't know. Your opinions. I, do, you, do you ride the bus up in Bullhead City? If you do, give me a call. If you don't, eh, give me a call. You want to talk about Frank? Yeah, give me a call. Anyway, it is the Rob Hansen Radio Program. We'll be back right after these local messages. Ladies and gentlemen, this is Mambo number five. This portion of the Rob Hansen radio program could be brought to you by you for as little as $25 a week. For more information, email us at info at ktox1340.com. That's info at ktox1340.com. Info at ktox1340.com. K-T-O-S. K-T-O-S. The Tri-State's talk leader. And the sun and the welcome back. It is the Rob Hansen Radio Program right here on the Tri-State's Undisputed Talk Leader. That would be KTUX 1340 AM. Let's go straight to the phones. KTUX, you are on the air. Why, thank you, sir. This is Mike Lipschultz. Again. How you doing, Mike? 
Yeah, well, you know, you think I would know by now not to listen to your radio station because something's always said by somebody that just makes me have to pick up the phone and <laughs> add my golden <laughs> words of wisdom or fertilizer, as the case may be. All right, go conversation. Well, go ahead. I, I assume it's about bats. Yeah. Right, and uh, I know you guys are nice enough not to make people identify who they are, really, when they call in. No, but you you do have a distinctive voice that the tri-state area does know. I do. You do. Oh, darn, I didn't know that. Oh yeah. Anyway, uh, even you when know, you try to disguise it. <laughs> yeah, I am calling in because uh, and, and giving my name because, as some people know, I've had a small amount of involvement with the city. Uh huh. On an official basis. And in an unofficial basis, but I've been a park and recreation commissioner. I've been a franchise licensing commissioner and chair, and I've been planning and zoning commissioner and chair. And my biggest complaint with the city was getting out notices of, of all the different meetings, not not just what the city council was up to, but what all the different commissions were up to. Because a lot of times we, I knew we were doing something that we should have more people here on, but people aren't really that aware of it. Mm -hmm. And the feedback I would get from the city when I was involved with them was, well, you know, we post the notice here at City Hall and other locations, including the library, People can come in and get the notice, and we're just required by law to post it 24 hours before the meeting. Right. It might be 48, but I think it was 24 hours before mm -hmm. the meeting. And I always thought, one, it's really unfortunate that the newspaper doesn't post the agendas in full of all the boards and commissions and stuff for the city, and also do the same thing with the county, just as a courtesy. Because I know the county and the city are not going to pay to have them published. No. But, it, it, you know, it, it, I don't know too many people that on a regular basis swing by City Hall to go over all those public announcements and see which ones they find interesting or not. Well, and they do and, put them online. Uh, yes, they do. I was going to I was no, going to mention but, that, but. You know, how many, how many people, but okay, I'm, I'm going to take, I'm going to take a, a poll here real quick. Everybody raise your hand, uh, out there that's listening. Just, just raise your hand. I can see you. Trust me. I can see you through the radio. Uh, raise your hand if you visited, if you visited the, uh, Bullhead City website and know what the URL is. And keep your hands up if you know what a URL is. <laughs> Darn few. Did I, did I lose you, Mike? Oh, no, I'm sorry. I didn't know you could see me through the radio, and I had to run and put some clothes on. Oh, there you go. <laughs> yeah, it's the, it's the magic of radio, man. It's the magic of radio. Yeah. And believe yeah, me, yeah, what, I, what, I see through the, what I see through this microphone is sometimes very, very disturbing. Yeah, and I'm sorry if you saw. You know, I, I, I will publicly apologize for that. But anyway, but yeah, back, to, back I, and, to the subject. Yeah, and I don't know, maybe if, if enough people approach the our, our new mayor about it, and I still think of him as our new mayor, 
maybe Tom will do something because he really is a great guy. There's times he's agreed with me and I've agreed with him, and there's times we've been on opposite sides. But I can't really say anything bad about the guy. I really, really can't. No, neither um, can I. He's one of the strongest, fair, and even mayors we have had in quite some time. Mm-hmm. And it's too bad we don't have more uh, city council members like him. This is true. Very true. But getting back to the BAPS commission, uh, there was a time during the summer that I was going to be stuck without a car for two to three weeks. And since I'm disabled, I don't really like walking. Plus, in the summer, for some reason, I just don't like walking. Right. And I thought, you know, at times I need to get to the grocery store and the pharmacy and stuff like that. And I've always known about the bats. And so I went on the city's website and I looked up the rate structure and the routes and stuff like that. And the dial-a-ride program. And I saw that, you know, they had a, a special thing for, for disabled senior citizens who get the best rate possible and stuff like that. And I downloaded the application for that. And imagine my dismay when it informed me that it takes at least 30 days to review the application. Yeah. And by that time, you'd have your car I, back. <laughs> I, well, that, and I know the, the city's not that busy. I know they've had to cut back on people and, and staffing and things like that. And I understand that. It makes the rest of them have to do more work. But I know they're not that fairy. And I thought... Why why not have those a little bit more of a priority? Because there are definitely people in this town, being a town with a lot of retired people in it, that in the summer, walking the half mile to the bus stop is not really good for them. Or... Or they just can't do it. Period. And I understand that. And when when I first moved yeah. uh, when I first moved to Bullhead City, uh, well over sixteen years ago now, uh, it's pretty much that's all they had for the public transit was the dial a ride, and you could uh, yeah. you could you could call and boom you'd you'd have somebody there in a in a couple hours, uh, you know, provided that they weren't uh, too busy, and uh, for a very reasonable rate, they take you across town. Or and then right. and, and then arrange arrange for a pickup to to go back, and it was uh, point to point. It was point to point service, and it was and it was effective. It was easy. It was it was uh, it was a good deal all the way around. Uh, yeah, when I moved here in two thousand one, I was extremely impressed that the city offered the bats transit thing. And um, the reason I found out about it is I went to Walmart and I saw the bat stop. And I thought, bat stop? I was thinking, you know, like bats as in, you know, I want to drink your blood, you know? <laughs> yeah, that's exactly what I thought, and too. It, it, uh, so I went online. To, yeah, okay, Bullhead Area Transit. Okay, bats, yeah. But I was very impressed. And even to this day, we offer more as a city than the county does. Uh-huh. So I'm very proud of that, but that doesn't mean, like you've been pointing out, that there aren't things that need a fixing. Right. And I'm I'm sure part of the low turnout is it's hard for people 
that rely on the system to get to the meetings. It's not like just jumping in their car and driving on down. Well, you know, that's a, that's a, that is another point as well. And not knowing about it. That, that is another point as well. And I, I'm convinced, as I've seen through my years here at KTOX and, and in, uh, in public media, that uh, one of the reasons for the low turnout is the fact that people just can't get to the doggone meetings. Uh, or they are, or they are presented at a very inconvenient time. Yes, uh, granted that uh, you can you can watch the uh, meetings online, but how many people are set up to do that? Uh, you can you can watch and it on. City doesn't have a call in number. Watch you can watch the uh, watch the meeting on uh, on cable if you have cable. It certainly doesn't come across yeah. on the satellite. And it certainly isn't broadcast. So you yeah. know, you but know, you're you're kind you're kind of that? you're kind of triple screwed when when it comes down to uh, being able to have access to your government. Uh, but what's the point of watching the meeting if it's an important subject to you? If mm-hmm. you can't give any input, there's no dial-in number, there's no email account that they monitor for comments or anything like that. I will say that if you can't, if it's important and you can't make it to the meeting, email your thoughts and comments and all that other stuff to the mayor, all right. every city uh, council member, commission member, and the city attorney and the city manager, and hopefully at least one of them will mention those emails at okay. the meeting. Mike, I got to go. Thanks for your phone call. We'll talk to you again no soon. Problem. All right, it okay. is the Rob Hansen Radio Program right here on the Tri-State's Undisputed Talk Leader, KTOX 1340 AM. We'll see you next weekend. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.